Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy for supporting the morning stream. Amazon Pharmacy makes it easy to order your prescriptions and have them delivered straight to your door. Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance and get free two-day delivery. Learn more at Amazon.com slash TMSRX. Coming up on TMS, we ate your wiener and it was fine. Excess dryness between the buns. Very woody. I don't like tasty freeze. Welcome to the price is wrong, bitch. Devil plate. Inspector Gadget Cutlery. Ribbler for her pleasure. CSI Freddy's. Racing rhinos on scooters. A disappointing hot dog meal experience. Scientific proof of 80s bullies. Going Pepsi clear. Mustard flavored mayo. Making things with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Physical appearance counts for nothing. If he openly declares himself to be a communist, we take his word for it. Mama? Mama Luigi! <laughs> the Morning Stream, the show that lives among the beasts and eats gr- grass. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Monday, May 10th. 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm Scott mm-hmm. Johnson, Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. How are you? Hi, Scott. I'm good. How are you? Oh, happy, you know. Happy new, brand new week waiting for us. Thanks, man. It was a busy weekend because of all the Mother's Day business, and uh, that's good. Yeah. That's okay. You know, it's our mothers, and we're supposed to be doing that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It wore me out, to be honest. It's just a little uh, <laughs> A lot of running around. We had two We have two mothers here we have to visit. Of course, uh, Tina's a mother. Yeah, that's true. So we had to. Did you do know, anything do cool? Like, for her uh, too. I don't know, any kind of. You make her breakfast or anything? Or what'd you do there? Uh, I did make her breakfast. I also took her out Saturday night um, to. Went to, a, uh, went to a place called Super Mega Bien here Ooh. in Colorado. It's a Latin American restaurant that serves, that usually serves its food dim sum style. So uh, they walk around with carts. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, that looks good. Give me some of the uh, the grilled flank steak with uh, tomatillo, or give me some of the um, uh, corn cakes or whatever. Sure. And uh, but with COVID, they've they, they're currently not doing the carts, unfortunately. So the food was still amazing. Just bring it. And then you. we rented a couple scooters and we rode around uh, Rhino for a while. <laughs> and oh, found the little like sand the, the scooters you stand on, like the the ones you stand on, little okay. motorized scooters. And we zipped around. We had a blast just zipping around uh, the Rhino District River North. They call it Rhino for short. And um, and then found a place we'd never seen before and had dessert there. It was really cool. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, in my head, I saw those little, um, those little uh, things. The Shriner mobiles. Yeah, the you Shriner. Said. You saw mobiles. rascals. Rascals. Yes. Yeah, little rascals. Oh, we were on the vertical things, dude. Uh, you know, 
I, I like to think that I'm a um, a decent cyclist and and uh, I can do you know do these things where I can take my hands off the handlebars and do something else with my hand. Whatever it is about these scooters, and maybe it's the fact that the um, that your hands are so close together when you're steering them. Mm-hmm. I can't take my phone out to like <laughs> take a selfie while I'm riding a scooter. And it's just because I think any little movements on the handlebars really move you a lot left and right. Oh yeah. A, a tiny twitch to the left or right and you're, uh, you're, you're, you're head over heels. You're off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're a fail so, army video that's gone viral. I'm exactly. Yes. Yeah. You don't want that. No, for sure. Well, uh, ours was all right. I got to see my mom and she's doing good and Aww, still, good still doing great after all that but here's the here's the funny thing so uh-huh. uh i'm gonna go to my sister's and my sister's gonna have dinner and it's gonna be great but it's kind of a it's, there's a big chunk of time between lunch and dinner and we're getting a little peckish and we left okay. early to go run the dog around a dog park and that kind of wore us out and by the time we're done we're like oh i could really just eat something you know like just something quick i don't need anything big yeah. or whatever just something to get the get the calories just going a, right right something so there's a Freddy's nearby, and I don't want like a full blown Freddy's unit. I just want, you know, something small. And I kind of like right. their weird little hot dog. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have their weird little hot dog. I've uh, never had a hot dog at Freddy's. I, like, I just gravitate towards the burgers, and that's all. I mean, it's the right thing to do. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with a hot dog, but they're not known for it. You know, it's not yeah. their jam. Their steak burgers are bigger, bigger deal. But I was like, I need something small-ish, and I knew that thing was small and cheap, and I'm just like, whatever, it'll get me by. And Kim's like, oh, I kind of want a chili dog. I said, well, they have those, so let's do that. Mm -hmm. All right, so we get in line. And, uh, of course, Carter's annoyed because she's a vegetarian, and they have nothing there that's really very (laughs) vegetarian-y. Oh, they really don't? Oh, that sucks. Not really. I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anything on the menu. They don't have, like, a fish thing or, you know, pescatarian options, as far as I can tell. Um, oh, fries. Yeah, we got her some fries. Well, fries, sure. But still, yeah, <laughs> sides, sides don't count when you're like, you know, buying something for a vegetarian. It's like, would you like uh, some zucchini sticks? <laughs> some deep fried zucchini? Oh, my Lord. That actually sounds good right now. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. she so so the concept is we'll get a combo for my hot dog, but we'll give the fries to Carter because she's with us and we'll give mm. and Kim will just get a separate chili dog. She's yeah. thinking it'll be this, this, you know, normal little chili dog, a little bit chili right. on top. Yeah, how you how you normally see it, Brian? I'd like sure. to atten- uh, draw your attention to our dock where uh, you can now see. Oh yeah, what I've she seen this received. monster, this monstrosity. Uh, this is didn't tumble, didn't go upside down, didn't didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the bag was handed to us and we opened it uh, pretty much immediately. There was no interstitial time where uh, things could have gone awry. But as you can see, chat room. And people at home, Holy I'll describe cow. it. It's a, yeah. it's an abomination. It's a nightmare. Uh, yeah, it looks like somebody uh, died. <laughs> it looks like somebody ate a bad chili dog and left this in the. Uh... <laughs> exactly, it's a bit of a crime scene. Um, and uh, and it and it was immediately like, oh, I'm now. I'm not gonna. I won't deny. We I, I went ahead and helped her eat it. Like we ate it. Well. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's you kind of, there's two chili dogs, two chi- two kinds of chili dogs out in the world, right? <laughs> Jack and Diane, you know, and their tasty freeze experience, notwithstanding. But um, was that a tasty freeze the, in that song? Yeah, sucking on a chili dog outside the tasty freeze. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that never 
stuck. We talked about the tasty freeze and how they merged with um, Wiener Schnitzel. Is that uh, yeah, right? Yeah, something like that. In some parts yeah. of the country, the Wiener Schnitzels went away and tasty freeze replaced them, or they combined, or something. Or no, they combined. They merged. They joined forces. They right. teamed up to take on the. Uh, you know. Anyway, uh, so your your chili dog, your um, your mellow chili dog, is just going to be your hot dog with like a little line of chili across mm-hmm. the top. Yeah, right. That's just what like you're you know, just enough to where there's there's nothing outside the bun, and then you get the people who just want a smothered, who want basically a chili, a hot dog that's been smothered in chili. And I guess the Freddy's guys. Have you gotten chili dogs there before? We are have, they, and they look fine. Normally, they were totally they're fine. They're normally the, 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 the first kind. It's right? what you described. Here's the irony yeah. of this thing. You know the inside where the dog is, like the the part. Okay, so there's the bun. You open it. Yeah. And yeah. you lay and a the dog hot dog's in, there, in there. And then you yeah. put stuff on top of it. You yeah. don't see it from this angle, but if I open that up, kind of spread its. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, open uh, spread the bun. Uh-huh. It's uh, <laughs> spread the cheese. Dry, of this bone bun. dry inside? It's bone dry in there. There's nothing in there. <laughs> so the chili was only on the outside of the hot yeah. dog. Yeah. So I think this per the, whoever did this is just having a bad day. They were in a rush. I don't know. It didn't seem like there was very many people in line. So wow. I don't know what the deal was, but you know, complete complete freak out. Uh we yeah. ate it and uh I uh did the little uh, uh form you do that says, you know, oh, sure. how did everything go? How and was, there's yeah, whatever. Right. So I sent a thing on that and said, hey, we love it here normally and uh-huh. always come by here when we can. And uh, this is kind of bad, though. And I sent the picture. And I said, so I don't know. Someone probably just had a bad day. No big deal. Anyway, we come back anyway. You know, it's just super, super light. Of course. Yeah. Man, they wrote back like immediately. Freddy's is great as far as customer service. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Uh, how, do, how was their response? Well, let's see. I'll read it to you right now. Um, okay. Dear Mr. Johnson, thank you for sending this issue to us so that we can discuss it with our team. We strive for 100% guest satisfaction, and we sincerely apologize for your disappointing hot dog meal experience. Hot dog meal experience. I am forwarding this to our regional manager so they can follow up with their staff and use this as a coaching tool. Thank you very much for offering your business and taking your time to submit your comments so we can learn and grow. <laughs> it would be my pleasure to invite you back as our guest. If you would kindly reply to this email with your mailing address, I'd love to send you some complimentary passes on your next visit. Nice. See, look at you. Yeah. You got the uh, the noodles uh, side salad uh, experience <laughs> and now the chili dog experience. And what's great is it's not even me. I'm not even complaining. Like, I'm not even right, really right, right. freaking right. out. You're, I'm just like, right. oh, you're you guys saying, should hey, know. Just so you know, you, no big deal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not, not like, like you're mad. doing this with the expectation of getting anything either. It's no. like, yeah. No, I, this is, people should let uh, restaurants and, and places know when they have a disappointing experience like this. Yeah. It's not, it's not you know, deal. you're not being a Karen by demanding something. <laughs> you're not, you're not. I, I want a new chili dog or something like that. I mean, you could have. You really could have. Yeah. Honestly. I totally could have, uh, but I didn't. And I said to him, I even said in the thing, I said, you know what? We, we ate it because it was still re- real good. It was real tasty. So we just yeah. forked it. You know, I had a fork. It certainly there. is not a car. I mean, you, did you guys try and eat it in the car? Yeah. And we had a, um, so that was, that was a little precarious because we weren't, yeah. we're not, we're not like in Sunday best or anything, but we weren't like looking okay for my sister's house. And uh, came out a white thing on, so she's all worried about that. Oh, geez. But for the yeah. first time, we got to use she. Okay, so years ago, she bought this fork, knife, and spoon set 
that's like <laughs> they're made of resin and they they unhook from the top of the handle so you've got these different heads for your handles and one's a fork one's a spoon and so oh, on oh really okay and they're in this like tight a Swiss little... army knife i mean like right you just put the different the different <laughs> yeah the, the piece that you need the inspector gadget piece that you need <laughs> that's exactly right that's a good comparison yeah. and it's in this little yeah. tin and she just has it in the car for an emergency and has never had to use it. So we used it yesterday. So that was great. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, you know, I was like, we ate your wiener. It was fine. But they still yeah. want to send me stuff. I'll take it. I'll take it. It'll be fine yeah. with me. See, that's the the other thing about that is, all right, it's like you can't really lift it out of the container. It's in a styrofoam clamshell yeah, for no our one. listeners out there. Styrofoam yeah. clamshell container. Yeah. Um, and you're was, not picking that thing it's up It's all over the bag, over too. It's all over the bag. It's oh, on the I'm outside sure of the bag. Like... They had a problem and didn't. Oh no! It didn't get on. Didn't get on uh, on the fries, did it? No, fries were safe. Fries okay, were good. safe. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you have to eat that with a fork and knife. Yeah, there's no other your way. Little, your little Swiss Army fork and knife. But the the other problem is you're eating it on one of those styrofoam clamshell trays, which cut just as like it's just as easy to cut the uh, styrofoam as it is to cut the <laughs> uh, the wiener and or bun. Yeah. So like the hot dog part, we didn't really get to cut very much because it's, you know, tough yeah. fake meat or whatever it is. And uh, right. the bread was, but the bread was, you know, malleable. And uh, the chili well, was especially fine. now that it's been soaking in. Oh, they also, she also asked no, no onions. And there was like, it was full of onions, which is why I, I got to eat. See one. I can see one right there on the top. Yeah. <laughs> so that was another thing that got weird. But, and they sounded wow. real grumpy on the thing. Like, I don't know what was going on there that day. I feel, wow. I feel, I feel a little bad about that but it's we didn't add member of the freddy's team right there i hope they're able to right. get your shit to together ferret that person out and yep. eliminate them from the, from <laughs> but, the my, but my whole thing was like you know it's fine we'll come here all the time we still love this place and you know just so you know it's not a big deal yeah so yeah. they'll talk to chad or whoever did it and sure. chad will be you know he'll be apologetic and contrite about it and he'll Slink off to the break room and <laughs> that's right. I'm yeah. find another job. <laughs> and then five guys who think he's hiring come back to the you know go home get his machete come back to work. See this oh, is this is all none of this oh, turned God. out well. Yeah, yeah, none of this is good. We've we've ruined it. We've ruined it. Anyway, <laughs> that was a lot of fun, and uh, we'd do it again. Uh, all right, we got an email about Teslas because we've been talking about uh, yeah. Elon Musk yeah. Teslas. Did, did you, you watch? Did SML? you watch any? Yeah, well, we always watch Saturday Night Live. We're, we're <laughs> even during the lean years, Scott, we yeah. watched Saturday Night Live. And last night was kind of harkened back to those lean years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. I heard there was like two sketches that kind of worked and the rest of it was a little yeah. rough. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Elon Musk revealed that he uh, has Asperger's. Mm. And um, which I guess is not you're, you're not supposed to say that anymore. You're supposed to say you're you've got autism. You're on the spectrum or something like that. They they're yeah. There's a new way of saying it. It may be yep. even more specific than just spectrum, but I'm not sure what it is. But, but yeah. he thought he was the first host, or he said he was the first host. Um, Incorrect with <clears throat> with Asperger's. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd apparently. I didn't know that about Dan Aykroyd either. But mm. yeah, um, he. Uh, I think everyone knew this about Elon Musk for. I don't. I don't think it was a secret, but I think the idea that hey, I'm the first toast to, yeah, was is a weird is a weird take. If anybody there has any recollection of the those years where Dan Aykroyd was there, because they would have well, yeah, but Dan maybe. Aykroyd didn't come back and be a host until much later on. Oh, right. I mean, being being a member of the cast is one thing, but then saying, all right, well, I'm the first host. When did he host? Was that like Ghostbusters era? Like uh, probably, yeah. yeah, it was probably late eighties. 
Well, um, some my girl around the time of my girl. Yeah, or driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I'm all about getting rid of the Asperger's name because I know it's named after the dude that helped, uh, you know, sort of pioneer <laughs> yes. that. We know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but it sucks. It sucks. It's a shitty. Yeah. It's a bad name. That guy's name should have been like Williams or something. Yeah. Freaking Asperger's. I know it's Asperger's. I get it. But it doesn't right, matter. Right. We're all saying Asperger's. Asperger's. Yes, so right. no more Asperger's. It's already it's <laughs> insult upon injury. Like, let these people be a different, cooler name for for their degree of autism and quit calling them Asperger's. All right. It's just a go. bad name. Anyway. That's all I'm saying. It's just a bad name. Send your anyway, yeah. Brian. Lame show. Um, you know, uh, his, his delivery style, and this may be part of it, uh, just his delivery style is so disjointed and, and, um, not conducive to comedy or not, you know, timing, comedy is timing, right? And, um, when you have a cadence that is either caused by, uh, by autism or, or just uh, could be even social awkwardness. He's, he's a guy who has yes men surrounding him all day long. Um, you don't have the timing, the comic timing that you need for something like yeah, this. Yes, almost as if we should stop having billionaires be guest hosts. On yeah, I'd say, I'd say let's stop with uh, billionaires. And I'm sorry, but let's stop with a majority of the sports people they bring on or most there have been a couple yeah or most yeah. millionaires how about that most millionaires sure well i mean there's some millionaire comedians out there who, that's who should be on that's yeah. true they've earned their stripes though uh well all right he did wario or something i heard is that true he played wario yeah in the in the uh the the, the trial of uh <laughs> how was that sketch uh it was it was there. You know what? There were some really amusing parts to it. I'd say if you're going to watch any any part of Saturday Night's show, that's probably the part to pull up and watch on on YouTube. Okay, it got laughs. You're saying people? It did get laughs, and there were enough little nods to <laughs> to funny things that would take place in a Nintendo courtroom. Mm-mm. That it's like okay, that's that's kind of funny. I heard Grime show his girlfriend shows up as the uh, as Princess Peach is what I read somewhere. Is that true? Yeah, I didn't realize that was her until the very end when they're all sitting there on the stage with masks on. And he says, I want to thank uh, Miley Cyrus. I want to thank Grimes for being here. I'm like, oh, that was Grimes. Okay, cool. What did Miley Cyrus do? She came out and do a song? What'd she do? She came out and did three songs. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey y'all, I'm Miley she Cyrus. She did a, a tribute to uh, moms in the beginning. <laughs> All right, that was I'm not pretty funny. At, like I'm you not see all the cast that. members. I'm laughing at you and in a voice because I think you did a pretty good job this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. It's, it's one I've never tried before. I kind of need to. Uh, I kind of need to. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, the Mars, the Chad Mars thing was uh, was pretty funny. Mm. Chad Mars. Grimes was. Oh, was Grimes the the pregnant girlfriend? Dice. Well, she's definitely Princess Peach. Yeah, she was definitely Princess Peach, but um, looking at a picture. Yeah, that that would be the other thing. Pete Davidson's uh, probably the best thing that Pete Davidson does is this character named Chad, who is this um, dis, dis, uh, disconnected millennial, um, who just reacts with "Okay, all right, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> anyway. I don't have. I haven't seen any of that. I'm, I guess I'm just. I don't know. You know me. Yeah. I know you. I'm a fair and, uh, weather. I'm a fair weather SNLer. I, I yeah, and this on, is a good time to kind of stay under an umbrella, away yeah. from it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was big. Uh, there I, are nights that it's great. 
I think the whole uh, David David Levy. David Levy. Oh, uh, David. No, not Dan David Levy. Levy. Dan Levy. Daniel, Daniel Levy. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Levy episode I thought was great. That's that. That was a good one. To... Well, there you have it. Why? Why David? Did, was his character on Schitt's Creek named David? Yeah, why it was am David. I thinking David? It was David. Yeah, that's, David. That's why. Yeah. Yes, that's why. All right. Anyway, yeah. hey, Tesla's something Tesla's. Called, uh, wrote about. Oh yeah, back to the Elon Musk point. Right, <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, Mike wrote in says, hey, there's been a lot of talk of Tesla on the show lately. I just wanted to add a few comments. As the owner, or as an owner, who considers himself not uppity in any way. Mm. Well, let us be the judge, well, Mike. Not uppity in any way. Hmm. Actually, people that claim they're not uppity in any way, maybe they're uppity in some way. Hmm. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, is, that, is that like saying, now this isn't racist, but. Is yeah, that like the... It's uh, a little bit. I'm not racist, but my friend is Chinese. But anyway, says I bought a Model 3 two years ago. I'm not trying to save the planet. I do not worship the ground Elon walks on. His Twitter access should be revoked, he says. Uh, I did it because I like gadgets. I love my Model 3. It is the best gadget ever. Uh, It also keeps getting better because of frequent software updates and adding new features. A while back on the show, Brian said a Model 3 would be his dream car. Brian, you should go test drive one. It'd be, or see, I... It would be good show content. You'd be ordering it online before you know what happened. Yes, I ordered mine online. Screw dealerships and pushy salesmen. A few clicks, some e-signatures, and wait for your touchless delivery. Uh, <laughs> love the show. Dumps the rice into the thing, though. Lo- longtime listener and patron, Mike. Well, Mike, thank you, A, for your patronage, and B, mm-hmm. uh, I have no problem. I want a Tesla. Are you kidding me? I don't want to. Yeah. Let me be, go on the record. I would love a Tesla. I'm all yeah. about the future of electrics in general. Mm-hmm. Um, that car is badass, and I would totally own one. And I'd even drive that weird ass truck they're putting out, like <laughs> the Cybertruck. Yeah, I'd drive that. Yeah. I mean, it's good as long as you don't get hit with a baseball. I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, and the problem is, like, <laughs> yeah, they showed that on stage. But it, but the, I, I understand there's like, you know, this hesitation. Like, if you don't like Musk or you think he's just whatever, mm-hmm. then you. Then you, then this, you know, then you may want to have some stand. You're like, I'll never buy a Tesla. I understand that. And I understand why some people might be that way, but I have no problem separating it. Like, it's not a big deal to me. That's a, it's a big company with a whole lot of people involved and it's not just a Musk joint. I mean, he's, you know, he's the weird figurehead, genius Mm -hmm. man, money man, but, Mm -hmm. and current, current uh, richest man in the world, by the way, Mm. which to me, Oh, is Melinda? Does Melinda Gates have her eye on Elon Musk? Oh, as soon as uh, Grimes is out of the picture, watch out, Grimes! <laughs> Here comes Melinda Gates. She's yeah. got a foundation she'd like to talk to you about. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, we were. T- it's so funny. We were talking about this last night, like the the personal lives of of uh, rich people. It's so the rich weird and shameless. It's so mm-hmm. weird. But uh, Jeff Bezos, I don't under. He was. He's no longer. Number one, he's number two. Wow. And so oh, if that's Elon sting. It must sting. And I don't understand how it's actually true. I understand Tesla's big and successful. I understand Elon's yeah. foray into cryptocurrencies has netted him a lot of money. And I know that SpaceX and stuff is mostly a drain on money. So mm-hmm. I don't know why he's number one right now. I don't know. I don't get it. Is it because uh, an anchor battery charger is uh, just four ninety nine on Amazon, while a Tesla is thirty eight thousand? It's all about the margins. <laughs> exactly. It's all about the margins, Brian. You're that's, not that's wrong. Why, yeah. 
All right. Well, no, anyway. I, I think it'd be great. I mean, I and I probably Mike Mike is probably right on the money with his prediction that I'd go test drive it and then he'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's just do it." I'd probably start the ordering process from the touch screen in the middle of the dashboard of the Tesla I'm test driving. That's right. Does this have internet? Yes. Okay, I'm buying. Yeah. Hold on. Let me finish playing this game of Space Invaders yeah. and I will order one. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'd be super tempted as well. Part of the reason I haven't test driven one is because I'm I. I don't need the debt right now. Yeah. But man, yeah, exactly. those are hot, hot little beast. Let's hot, find hot, out. Hot, hot. Let's find out from our friend here whether he would do it or not. Hold on. Yeah. Joining us is Brian Dunaway from South Carolina, and I would like to gauge his interest in a Tesla. Can I can, can I get you into it? What will it take for me what's, to get you into a Tesla? What's going to take to put you into a Tesla? Yeah. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, of hi. course I would accept a free Tesla. <laughs> Are we talking about free Teslas? No, we're not talking about free Teslas. Oh, oh you're talking about purchasing one. Yes. Heck yes. no. no. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've, uh, I, I did actually look into them. I'm kind of in between. You know, it's, it's in my area where I live. Maybe you're maybe you're in a better place yourself. But EVs really are not quite there yet for where I live. We got a lot more further distance to drive, uh, and there's not as many charging places, and it's just a little that, more expensive right now, but it's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah. That I'm is the thing, at, right? Because yeah. the first right. thing I think of is like, oh, I want to take this on a road trip to uh, Vegas. Yeah, my, right. uh, my brand new Tesla going on a road trip. All right, so let's see. I've got to stop in Grand Junction, charge there for two hours, and then I've got to stop in Green River and charge there for two hours. Then I've got to stop in whatever. Um, I don't know how any of that stuff works. Yeah, I, yeah we're getting closer to it. I mean, uh, every dealership I went to, the last one I went to drive cars, they were setting up uh, charging places. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's really good. And what, what's it cost? It's free. I was like, okay, okay. But what about my time? All right. Yeah. So, you know, it's we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We got a charging station right here next to the lake I live by. And uh, right. I think I could just use that. Plus, I could charge at home. And then if we went to Vegas or, you know, somewhere five, four or five hours away, I'm pretty sure you can get into places like that on a single charge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, you know, Vegas is going to have charging stations. So, yeah, they'll have charging I stations. I feel like, and I guess, yeah. Mac feel- Addict is correcting me uh, 30 minutes to charge. And then he says, and the Tesla will do it for you. Like, what, like a Roomba? Like where I just say, <laughs> I would love I just that idea. That says, go to the nearest charging station, take my hands off the wheel, and let it go. Yeah. Burp, 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 burp. I know. And yep. until you have, to, you have to videotape that because you know your cat will ride it. You're right on top of it. <laughs> right. Yes, yeah. exactly. I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's it's such a leap forward, but and it's not we're, the yeah, cheapest thing, but it's not that bad either. Like, yeah. you're not that crazy we're, price wise. We're days. getting there. And I was reading some stuff about the new Mustang, and it's, it's according to uh, temperature, can. Uh, uh, you know, really affect how long. I really everybody else beta test all the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. vehicles first. Yeah, and yeah. then you know, and then I'll get there. Yeah, I'm Let's, excited about it, but yeah, you know, yeah, you'll get well, there. Just don't, just don't do like those people did recently and uh, jump in the back seat while the car is doing its self driving business. Oh hell no! Right, don't do that uh, yeah. for your sake and ours. All right, yes, hey, exactly. uh, we got a caller on the line to play a little game with us today. We are going to play Babel Royale, and joining yeah. us is this person. Hi, who's this? Hello, it's Paul Matias or Anna Krakatoa in the chat. How Hello. Are you doing? Oh, hey. Welcome. It's good to have you here. Uh, fantastic. Well, you're our, our next contestant on The Price is Wrong, bitch. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Brian's going to explain the rules and how this works and what you could win. 
Absolutely. Anna Krakatoa. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. Now, if one of them gives me a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, well, uh, I think you all, you all know that the win goes to the other player. Uh, Anna Krakatoa, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today, you are playing for a Frog Pants mystery pack. I'm going to up the ante and add a Coverville mystery pack to Whoa, that as well. Double so, up, dude. Woo. Double up. Because uh, here's the deal. I found a whole bunch of packages. When I say Coverville mystery pack, it's a mystery to me, too. They are <laughs> padded envelopes <laughs> that I think we over over-assembled. <laughs> So, I'm not open. I'm not opening yeah. these. Whatever's in this, exactly. You know what? Whatever, whatever's in there, you get. And uh, right. Scott got, Scott's got one for you too. So you're gonna get some really cool stuff in the mail. If could, could if, be Brian's wallet. We don't know. It, it could have left in one. Yeah, I think it actually is a very good likelihood that it's got artwork from one of the two of you inside nice. with a uh, an Andrew Allen compact disc oh, whoa. recording. Whoa, yes, hope you have the laser equipment recording. to read it. Hmm. That's right, exactly. Anyway, there's, none of this matters uh, uh, a stitch if you uh, don't predict who the right person is going to be. They need a topic. Uh, all right, so you guys are familiar with the Toy Hall of Fame. I think we've even oh, done yeah. a, uh, a Babble Royale about the Toy we Hall have. of Fame. This is uh, over at the Strong Museum in Rochester, uh, New York. I want to go there, the National Museum of Play, uh, yes. one of these days. Now, in addition to the Toy Hall of Fame, they have the World Video Game Hall of Fame, oh. which just inducted four brand new video games into their uh, their Hall of Fame. Brand new entries, not brand new games, right? Brand new entries into their Hall of Fame. Got it. Uh, but they're already existing on the list. Bobby likes a number. Let's give Bobby a number. Nah. Already on the list, there are 32 games. Um, I'm sorry, in, in, including the new four, there are 32 games on the World Video Game Hall of Fame list. Wow. This includes arcade, console, computer, handheld, and mobile that oh, have enjoyed popularity over a sustained period and have exerted influence on the video game industry on or on popular culture and society in general. Wow. That's a pretty finite list. I'm surprised it's that small. It is. That, yes. that, that actually is good. You know, you can't give yes. it to everything. For us, but, of course. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So those are, that's the uh, the topic. Uh, Anna Krakatoa, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Wow, the tough one to pick here. Um, yes, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick. Got to win. Brian, how about you go first? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Got to win. Krakatoa has spoken. You know, ladies, you have to write it sure. down. It was like I can't. I can't even. Oh, I. Was a, I was will a, was forget. A, was it a large fry? I will forget. Some, uh, <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> you guys, you want to supersize that? I'll. Uh... <laughs> right. No, I, I okay. So I, I make sure I didn't miss any of the the, the yeah, statements yeah. or anything. You know, there's some new ones that, that are coming in. We're not including the ones that just been. In. We're just going with the previous ones. Are we including the ones? No, the that ones that are the brand new ones yeah. as well. Yeah, that's okay. all on there. Okay, so, okay, all right. All thirty two. All thirty two. How long has that place been open? If is that what is that um, something you can tell me? Twenty fifteen was the first. Okay, so it's a little more recent. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think you can have a Hall of Fame. 
without putting uh, Pac-Man in there for arcades. I mean, it, there was a song. I mean, come on. I mean, gotta be the whole yeah. summer of fever. The whole fever of that Pac-Man. Uh, yeah, Pac-Man was part of the very first class, the 2015 okay. uh, induction into the Video Game Hall of Fame. That's good. So that's perfect. Ding. That's uh, right. Let's good, uh, good. now. This next one I'm going to say is fraught with peril because it's. It, this isn't like his first rodeo, but I'll still say that already, the one that's in already there. Uh, <laughs> bending the rules and well, no, no we, rule we bending. Take our, no we take our bigger chances usually at the beginning for our mulligans, but I, <laughs> I think yeah. that one was a pretty safe one. That, okay. Yours is totally right. safe. Yeah. Mine, I'm not sure, just because again, well, you'll know when I say it. So, Super Mario Brothers is my answer. Super Mario Brothers also part of the very first class, the 2015 okay. class, nice of, uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame. All right. That right. tells me something. Mulligans are out now. There are no Oh, they're mulligans. out? Crap. And I should have <laughs> yeah. went with this one first then because I'm pretty sure there's no question that every game is really just Pong. I mean. <laughs> when you think about it. When you really think about it, Pong. everything is yes. this Pong. It's just all collisions. I mean, really, that's all it is. Uh, amazingly well, enough, you guys are still staying within the first class, the oh, first nice. inducted class. 2015, Pong was uh, part of that first group. Well, it was a great year, 2015, and I could tell you a few, few reasons yeah. why. But uh, it was a very good year. Mostly, it had to do with Mad Max Fury Road. Um, <laughs> moving on, let's see. Uh, how about who we could do... have seen that coming? No. Ah. Uh, let's do. Um... Do I do that now? Yeah, I'll do it now. Let's say Doom is on there. Doom, Doom is good. Doom. Yes. Also be. part of Ooh, the 2015 oh. class. Yeah. You're getting really good at being, uh, you know, with the wait for it. Oh, wait yeah. For His it. hesitations yeah. are oh, the yeah. freaking yeah. brutal. Yeah. So it's part of my uh, game show host training yeah. that I went right. to. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. There's so many. I'm a little bit worried about this one. But since there's been some since then, I got to say Minecraft is on there. I mean, it, it is ruled just it might be years one of the recent and years ones. Yeah. worth of right yeah um absolutely one of the more recent ones oh. 2020 was uh last year was when minecraft got inducted into the excellent video yeah, there's no denying that thing um okay let's uh oh uh let's go back to nintendo and say uh i guess it, it's just the legend of zelda I guess is probably say the Legend of Zelda right. because that's correct. Oh. Uh, 2016, the uh, Legend of Zelda was inducted into nice the Hall of Fame. Nice. Hell's about <laughs> we go to Russia and play some Tetris. Oh, yes. Um, oh, no. Do that. Okay. 2015, another 2015 <laughs> inductee. Tetris, part of the again that first class of games that got inducted into the first class of Hall games. Of mm-hmm. First um, class. It's only one more that you guys haven't guessed that's part of that first class. Oh, yeah. Well, I think those are, well, those are the ones that just, you know, everybody's minds. I mean, you can't forget it. How about, uh, I'll I'll see if I can guess that one. Uh, Probably um, uh, had one in my garage. How about a Space Invaders? Space Invaders. Space Invaders. 2016. Oh. Space Invaders. Not inaugural, eh? Mm. Not inaugural. That wasn't uh, wasn't the first one. The second year. Nope. Second Mm. year. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Oh, oh. Mm. yes. Mm. Now that makes me curious because that would have that would have been the one that I would have thought. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. 
I can't think of any more from the first generation, but I know like in the second generation of games that impacted everybody and changed the world, <laughs> we got a little bit of a get over here. Mortal Kombat. How could that Get not be? Over here. Uh, yes, inspired a bunch of movies, even. <laughs> 2019. Yeah, even Mortal Kombat was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh my gosh. That's going to get me on that, on that first induction, though. That's going to get me. I can't. Uh, yeah. yeah, now I'm nervous. I need to stop trying to hit that. Cause, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably so. Because I'm going to screw up. Yeah, gonna... there's no extra points for getting stop, that other twenty. Stop flexing. I know. Stop I feel, flexing. I feel driven to it. it. So, all right. I have to assume uh, we we get a little bit more modern here. Although 2004 is a long time ago now, but uh, uh, I'm going to just guess that World of Warcraft is on there. Well, there you go. That is the other 2015 inductee. Really? Of World of Warcraft. Yep. Oh, really? First, first I would have guessed that. Yep. Oh, I would have okay, thought later. Okay, that's telling. Yeah, I would have thought like last year they finally put it on or something. I don't know why. Yep. Nope. All right. Uh, 2015. You guys have uh, figured out all of the 2015s. What well did done. we? What what achievement did we unlock? None whatsoever. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Uh, a little icon just came up in your game center. Bing. Unlocked all the 2015s. All yeah. right, good. Oh, you get, yeah, some, more, uh, go. you get some more energy tokens so you can keep playing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> yes. yep. um, I'm going to go... Uh, it's been so big for the last couple of years. I'm going to go... 2020 was just all about Animal Crossing. Am I... Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Wow. Soon after uh, release, you think you would already be in the Hall of Fame? Well, it's mm-hmm. been around for a while. It's been it's been impact for a long time. Oh, I just feel true. like you would have a hard time now. Well, you're exactly right. Yes. Oh, Animal God, Crossing, uh, one of the brand new inductees this year, actually. One of the four that got inducted in 2021. That doesn't surprise me, given its impact last year. Um, right. Although I'm pretty sure without that, had it not happened when it happened during a time it yeah. needed to happen yeah. like that, I don't think it'd be on that list. I don't think so either. It was it was perfect storm. We needed that. Um, oh man, now I feel like I'm in the weeds a little. Uh, There's so many games, but the ones are, that really impact the ones people. that really resonate. Yeah, exactly. Right. Halo. I'll say Halo. Ooh, Halo. Well, Combat Evolved. Yes, 2017. Halo got inducted into the. All right. <clears throat> I feel lucky on that one. I don't know. Well, why. They, they certainly have could not have dismissed the Call of Duty. It's not just Call of Duty. I'm going with Call just of Duty. Any any form. I'm not going to explain it. Right. I'm just going to say Call of Duty. Yeah. All right. Call of Duty. Not on the list. Oh, are you serious? That's you know what I'm going to say this. Oh, but what about, what about be... Call of Duty? I said duty. Oh, but what yeah. about no, Call of Duty? No Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah. okay. So first of all, I just want to say for for the record, Brian's absolutely right that it should be on that list, and here's why. I know everyone's sick of the yearly updates and all that, but that game had a massive influence on every shooter moving forward from the day yeah. Modern Warfare yeah. launched in 06, 07, whatever it was. Everything since then has had to include, or else you would fail in the marketplace. You had to include a progression system, RPG elements, leveling up, skins, new weapons, like that stuff was massive at the time, whether you like it or not. And it's yeah. a big deal. So it should either be on the future. It should already be there, but if not, it should be added in some future. And it probably will be. Yeah. It certainly will be. It's surprising so... there are no there are no first person shooters on the list that I can tell. Really? Well, yeah. Doom was on there. Or Doom, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Doom. No Quake? Like, yeah. 
Quake not on there? Uh, no Quake. Nope. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah. For some reason, I think that's just. I don't no think everybody unreal. liked Quake like we did. I think Quake yeah. is kind of. No, I disagree, dude. Quake was the first 3D FPS that did anything. Oh, really. I don't. I don't disagree with you, but I know lots of gamers. I'll talk about Quake, and they're like. I played Doom, and I'm like, okay. Oh, and Halo. Halo. Oh, yeah, Halo, of course. Another first-person shooter, right? Okay. Um, All right, here's here's the rest of the list. Yeah. Uh, Bejeweled. Centipede. What? Colossal. I almost said Centipede. (laughs) You should have said Centipede. Colossal Cave Adventure. What? What? Get out of here. Uh, Donkey Kong. Okay. Final Fantasy VII. Gorgon's Trail. Is Oregon that Trail is on there, yep. Damn John Madden it. Football, King's Quest, Microsoft Flight Simulator is one of the new ones that was added this year. Really? Uh, Microsoft Solitaire, Pokemon Red and Green, but I would have taken any oh. Pokemon. Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Sonic. War. Another new inductee this year, uh, StarCraft. Congratulations, oh. Blizzard. Yeah, good job. Street Fighter Two, Super Mario Kart, The Oregon Trail, uh, The Sims, Tomb Raider, and another new one this year, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Really? Wow. If that, yeah, if, I uh, love that game. But yeah. that's, that's if funny. it wasn't an early access, I'd put Shipbreaker on there because that yeah. game's great. Uh, well, all right. I, I think we're not really talking about the games that we love as much as, right. as, much as the ones impact. that had a big influence. On yeah, that. but some yeah. of those I question. I don't think yeah. that uh, colossal, what's, colossal cave adventure. Maybe. Yeah. Is questionable. Is even, yeah. I don't even, did I even play that one? I don't even remember that one. I don't yeah. even know that one. Yeah, and I'm with Dice Tomato on te- Final is that Fantasy a text Adventure. No, it's a. I don't know what it was. Was it? Maybe Zork should be on there. Like that's yeah. You're gonna put- Zork Zork should be there. Yes. All right. Well, once again, this is the what we t- this is the takeaway. All uh, top whatever list is is a uh, text adventure. Yes. Yeah, that's that's why I know it from. All video okay, game yeah. lists are I full of crap. It's all full of crap because it's so subjective. <laughs> there's no way to do it right. You just can't do it. You can't please. It's true. Everybody. I mean, you got to look at what, you know, influences they had. So, I mean, there maybe there wouldn't be a Zork if there wasn't a Colossal Cave Adventure, right? 1975, right, right. 1977. Sure. And I, I get, I get that. that. They're going for like primordial yeah. ooze. And so Doom covers a lot of territory, for example. But right. I just right. think you're in trouble no matter what when you do these lists. What about Chopper Command? <laughs> oh, dude, I love Cho- oh, was it? What was it called? No, what was the one? Not Chopper Command. Uh, Something the, Chopper. Yeah. Uh, de- 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 death Chopper. Nope. What was it? It was on the Apple II, right? We were talking about the same. Choplifter. 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 It was also in arcade. It was everywhere, that thing. It was yeah. great. I love Choplifter, but I, that ain't going to be on no list because it's it's a little bit Defender in not space, but also Defender's not on there, so I don't know. Right. Right. Well, either way. We have a winner, guys, and uh, that's fantastic. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. What are you going to do with your winnings when you get these two mystery packs in the in the house? Are you going to film it? Are you going to hope for? Are you going to you going to put a tarp on everything like it's a Gallagher concert? Like, what are you going to do, man? Oh, I don't know. If, if only I was millennial and I could, you know, you know, do some filming of it, but I'm too old, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm excited for you. Uh, all you have to do is email Brian or I. I guess go ahead and just keep things consistent. Email Brian, uh, coverville yeah, email at gmail.com, and then he'll get the info from you and pass it to me so we both have your address. And we right. do not sell that to any third parties. That we, we do promise. not. And we'll we'll race. Scott and I'll have a race as to who can get your prize sooner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right now I'm a little behind on everybody. But uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Congratulations and well done, Brian Dunaway. It is because of you that he won. Thank you for that. I, nice job. You are welcome. Yeah, should have said centipede. <laughs> you should have. You should have. I think centipede. If centipede's on there, Galaga's on there. But yeah. it's not. 
Like, why? Yeah, I was trying to think of things that really changed things, but I mean, it was really kind of a dead end. I mean, we, we really didn't do the little spin ball things mm-hmm. after a certain amount, so I'm like, it kind of died. Missile so Command should have been, been on yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, should missile, I was going to say, Missile Command probably should be on there before. Yeah. Yeah. Before Centipede. Command to Conquer is a good one. Battle Zone. Battle Zone. Oh, man. Anything that involved like a new way of controlling video games. I guess the point of it is that did they what massive influence missed. down the line Mist did they have? Should be on the damn list. Oh, oh yeah, Miss should be there. Yeah, sure. That's mm-hmm. Defined for years. But then again, that's just yeah. a that's a point and click adventure. It just looks pretty, or it's just you know a different yeah. take. So yeah, I mean, but boy, did that did that redefine like puzzle. Yeah, it did. Like a uh, um, first person puzzler kind of games. Oh, I don't know. Good, good. Um, M Hump twenty three says asteroids. Absolutely, that should be on there. Oh, asteroids! Yeah. I thought. Was oh, is that not on there? That's, did you that's not like... read it? I thought oh, you. Yeah, no. Nope. No asteroids. That's yeah. crazy. Really? Pole position? No. Seventh guess. Shut up, Sol Mayo. <laughs> asteroids is asteroids is going to be in the minds of night a lot trap. of people. How come night trap? Is yeah. Why is it night trap there? That's or good. dragons? Uh, Dragon's Lair should be in there. What yeah, about Sewer Rats? Into, though, right? Is it Sewer yeah, Rats? Yeah, of course, Dice to me. Of course, I want Tempest on there, but... Sewer Shark. Oh, yeah. Joust should be on there. Tempest should be on there. Yeah. yeah. Hubert is so mad he's swearing right now that he's not, not on there. How many... Um, uh, so how many do they put in each year? You said four, four. Five? They've been doing four or five for the last few okay. years. Eh, so. Since 2015, they've got time. Yeah, that's, it's, it's going to take a while. Oh, it'll take yeah. forever. You know how many that, that many games comes out in a day these days? Right. Uh-huh. Not yeah. four. I mean like 32 a day. <laughs> so, so they got a lot to do. <laughs> Crystal Castles. Holy crap. You guys in the chat are making me hunger for old days. Well done. <laughs> oh, and you can see, if you go to the wiki page, you can see which ones made it and which ones didn't. So a lot of the ones that we're saying were were things that were, like, Mist was a finalist in 2017. Okay. Just hasn't made it in there. Resident Evil, Wii Sports. Um, Wii Sports. Wii Sports. Okay. I love that. They really, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Wii Bowling I mean, that, changed. No, look, it, right? hold on a second. Here's the, the thing, The biggest though. video game in nursing homes is Wii Sports. You're totally right, but if the if the criteria is that it influenced a ton of future games, I don't think that's true of Wii no, Sports. No, that's true. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. a standalone thing. Goldeneye been on there, been <laughs> oh, in the, yes. uh, the list a few times. In there. Yeah, Goldeneye. Nokia, Nokia Snake was a finalist in oh, 2020. I mean, it was the first mass market mobile game experience yeah yeah, that's fun stuff i enjoyed it hey dunaway you know what's great about that category is it matches up pretty well with our show that we do called the boop show however bit of news here everybody there isn't an episode tomorrow no sir there's not we got some uh, stuff that came up and we're not able to do it so it's a a week later you'll have to deal with a slight delay on the boop show Uh, but we haven't missed a show in like months and months so you'll you'll, months and months and months you'll survive and I'm uh, still going to be st- I'll be streaming my Boop Show homework tonight and tomorrow. So it's going to give you a little extra time for doing that. So during the Boop Show normal broadcast time tomorrow night. Yep. Yeah. And special thanks oh. out to Badger Lord who donated a copy of Resident Evil Village. I will be <gasps> live streaming that at some point with John Jagger God. and uh we're all going to die. We're all going to die. So Brian, do you just out of curiosity, do you have an Oculus? Uh, I do. I do. We okay. both do. Yeah. Why why is Are that? we going to play the, are we going to play that uh that what is it called? Meme? What is it? That the board thing, game? This the thing on? Uh, yeah, the, D- the Demio. Demio is it? It. I'm I'm seeing if I can arrange something. So I've got another charity thing that that um, I'm doing for Alzheimer's that I always do every every year. Usually day after right. Thanksgiving, but I've moved it to June. 
and uh, I'm I'm gonna see about uh, maybe doing a live stream with all of you guys. Uh, you know, anyone, any Frog Pants producers, up to four of them who have an Oculus who want to be part of it. I'd be, I'd be down. I do. Count me in, suckers. Yeah, I play cool. that. This seems neat. Seems like a cool idea. It does. Looks really cool. Yeah. Uh. Well. All right then. I think I saw that somewhere and thought, oh, that looks cool, and then forgot about it. And then that guy talked on Twitter about it, and now I'm all into it again. So thank you, Twitter that guy. guy on yep. Twitter. Yeah. That guy, <laughs> guy on Twitter, on Twitter lied. He was telling the truth, that one. That guy on Twitter told the truth. Uh, well done. Hey, Dunaway, uh, it's been great, but now you leave, and we tell people that they can find you online uh, places. Follow that Twitch channel, by the way. It's Brian Dunaway on Twitch. Uh, hard to miss. B R I A N. None of that Y business. Okay. Yeah, it's silly oh, Y business. Who the hell does that? Why? Just kidding. All the Y prize. The Y prize. <laughs> uh, we'll see you later, mate. All right. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes again. again. That leaves us just enough time for this. Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Soundography. Just posted a brand new episode this morning. It is one of our between seasons episodes called You Gotta Listen to This. This is, uh, boy, you clean up whatever you just spilled, Scott, and I'll yep. keep talking. Yep. Uh, this is where we have a special guest on Soundography to make us listen to one album and one album only. Bobby Frankenberger was our special guest, and he had us listen to uh, the soundtrack to The Adventures of Pete and Pete by a group called Polaris. Uh, it was very cool. We enjoyed it. But find out more by going to soundography.com. Listen to me and Hammond and Bobby Franks, our special guest. That, that is sounds uh, soundography.com. Great. Sounds awesome. I love this yeah. combo. It's cool. It's a good combo. I'm yeah. trying to remember the, the, the album you made us listen to. It was like a new age thing that was really cool. Oh, yeah. What was that? Uh, oh, uh, it's left my brain. Can't think of the guy. Yeah. I used to love him, though. In the 80s, yeah. late eighties, early nineties, instrumental, really cool kind of. Uh, and the name was something breakfast. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, I can't remember. My brain hurts. Um, all right, let's move on. Yeah, Steve Winwood vapored different. Steve Winwood. Yeah, that's not the guy. new age. That's the guy. Um, all right, men who wear Ralph Lauren polo shirts. You know the polo shirts, right? <laughs> Yes, with the popped collars and the uh, the the guy on horseback playing polo on the on the chest. Yep. This is when we were in high school. All the preppy kids wore these. Mm-hmm. I never did because I hated the look of them. But anyway, men who wear Ralph Lauren polo shirts or his real name Lipschitz. If you're wearing a Lipschitz polo shirt, you are more likely to cheat. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. saying so back then. You'll be popping more than your collar if you're uh-huh. wearing one of shirts. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Gone are the days of going through your partner's phone book to check his texts or going through the quasi-spy mission to catch him philandering. Now, there's an easier way to see if he's two-timing. According to a recent study, men who wear extravagant fashions with large luxury logos embroidered on them are more likely to be untrustworthy, according to a University of Michigan study published in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. Uh, okay. So it's not just polos. It's anybody who's wearing like the big old uh, Abercrombie and Fitch polo, uh, Benetton, any, yeah. any of that brandy <laughs> like any, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got a big embroidered brand. Yeah. Cheater. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it says here. Uh, I mean, look at me with my Park City brand right or over here. Right. See. Yeah. Oh, but it's not embroidered, Scott. No. And look at you with some kind of devil plate. What is that? I can't read it. <laughs> Colorado Mammoth. Oh. Uh, 
That looks like a plate with a devil on it. <laughs> it's a um, it's a devil colored uh, woolly mammoth. <laughs> uh, devil I mean, plate. I can t- I can see it now, but for a minute, it looked like a Diablo guy on a it plate. It kind of does, yeah. Like this is the plate right here. This, yeah, yeah. And it's like a severed devil head on a plate. That's where my brain goes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it says males who own tees with larger brand emblems were quote higher or rated higher on mating effort. Uh, lower on parental investment, said researchers. Oh, who have sad. a high. Wow. They said they have a higher interest in, ga- in engaging in brief sexual affairs. Uh, these men were also less interested in having long-term and committed romantic relationships, according to the study. Uh, they also showed, or say, they are also less attracted to women who want those long-term relationships uh, compared to men who own shirts with a similar logo or a smaller logo. Get out of here, baby! I've got a embroidered logo on my t-shirt. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is more of a, this is like, hey, ladies, keep in mind, if you see a dude with a big, fat, freaking polo dude on it, yeah. maybe, you know, just tread tread carefully. Or, or know what you're getting into. Know what you're in for. Yeah. You're either with uh, a guy who's going to cheat on you. Not a good parent. Yeah. Uh, wants just a quick, uh, some quick business. and. Uh, yep. Or you're going to be the one he cheats thing. on. Could be you're the one. Right. right. So either way, you're hosed. Uh, yeah. The other... Let's see. The other purpose of the study, it says, led by evolutionary psychologist Dr. Daniel Kruger, was to uh, determine whether men who wear flashy clothes are more attractive to women or if women may be more attracted to men who are rich and can provide them with a stable financial future. There you go. I had a, th- I had a thing going with a uh, an American Eagle Outfitter uh, employee for a while. <laughs> Great big AE uh, logo. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. It was Tina, and uh, she was oh, there you go. Doing some See? Seasonal work in between uh, working at the Children's Museum, but you know it counts. But it just feels like it validates '80s bully stereotypes. It kind of does, right? The because like, this was uh, them. This was all Billy them. Zabka. Yep. Uh, <laughs> driving their Johnny, their convertible Johnny Volkswagens and just being right, dicks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We knew it. We knew it then. We know it now. Yeah. Congratulations, America. We jerks. Uh, all right, that's it for that. We'll save the rest okay. of this for tomorrow. We had a great story about <laughs> about people eating raw meat that meat. makes them high. Yeah. So we'll save that, though. For now, though, we're going to take a break and come back around on the other side with our old pal, uh, Bill. we got a great question for Bill. And uh, another fine uh, visit from our old pal, Steven Schleicher from Major Spoilers. Before all of that happens, though, it is prerequisite that we play a song. It is, and uh, let's let's just jump right into a Monday Indie in the Middle with singer, songwriter, musician, producer Mark Ribbler. Could be Ribbler. I think it's Ribbler. Um, he's part of uh, Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul. Of course, Bruce Springsteen. He's also worked uh, with Elvis Costello, Carole King. He's got a brand new solo album called The Whole World Awaits You, which comes out in the middle of July, July 16th. And this is actually, I think, the second track, the second advanced track that we have played from this. Uh, But the previous song didn't name check Amazon like this one does. Amazon delivering a bunch of crap that we don't need. Uh, Big thanks to Earshot Media and Wicked Cool Records for this one. Here's Mark Ribbler, who could ask for anything more. Sitting in a massive traffic jam on the GW 
guys uh taking a little time out here at the middle of the show to talk to you about our friends at amazon pharmacy Mm, you like getting your pills easy do you that sounds terrible i'm not trying to make it sound bad but look there's some amazing stuff going on at amazon pharmacy and i want to thank them for supporting the morning stream today they make it easy to order your prescriptions and have them delivered straight to your door and that's pretty awesome process is simple and saves you both time and hassle no more waiting in line at the pharmacy. That's a big one. Instead, you just have your doctor's office send your next, next prescription straight to Amazon Pharmacy, and then you will receive it straight to your door. And Amazon Pharmacy works with most insurance plans nationwide, so 
you know, it's a very good chance you're going to be covered there. Um, I've had nothing but good experience with this. We started using it uh, for a replacement for the local pharmacy a while ago, and it's been great. And, uh, you know, not waiting in the pharmacy line, uh, even though right now it's like outside and in the parking lot forever, is uh, that's a nice bonus. And uh, Amazon Prime members can save on prescription medication when not using insurance and get free two-day delivery. So that seems pretty rad. I want you guys to learn more at Amazon.com slash TMSRX. Yeah, that's right. Amazon.com slash TMSRX. Give it a look yourself. See what you think. I think you'll like what you see. You can enjoy a normal life. You can be active as well as happy. Don't bend over. You don't want to lose the food in your stomach. I don't think you were the milkman. This is the morning stream. Turned from the other side of that song. That song we again return. is that song again. Mark Ribbler. Who could ask for anything more from the upcoming album? The whole world awaits you. That's right. He's Ribblered for your pleasure. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, we're back. We're gonna get uh, Bill up in it. Oh, I just ran teams. Hold on. Close. Force quit teams. Teams. Yeah, I have a At client. Teams. I have a, not teams. I have an art client that requires teams to communicate. And it's fine. It's like Slack, uh-huh. alternative, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I just—he's the only one that makes me do it. So I hate, I hate having that there. Anyway, right, right, right. Doesn't matter. Uh, PunishProps.com incoming, everybody. Uh, our own Builderan. Well, he's not ours. We can't claim ownership on the guy. <laughs> we can't. We can try. Your bat caves open there, Bill. But we'd probably fail. Hey, it's Builderan. <laughs> Bill, welcome to the show. How the heck are you? Hey, doing good. Got my second poke last week, and other than a day of headaches, I feel pretty great. Nicely Very done. Good. Yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the crowd. Hopefully, this the beginning of herd immunity side of the fence here. That's right. Welcome to the cool table. People who've gotten vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah. Really Finally, it took me thirty nine years. I'm at the cool table. Finally. Finally. <laughs> no, you don't have to be at the card table with the other little kids eating the leftover. That's, you know what? I don't have kids. Uh, and my brothers do. Yeah. So when we have family gatherings, I do still end up at the kids' table. <laughs> oh. I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, I'm cool. I've got cool nephews to pre awesome. No, that's where the fun is. You're yeah. not wrong to spend time there. I'd True. way rather spend time with those kids than <laughs> any lame adults in my life. They're all so lame now. Everybody just sits around and complains or is anti vaxxy Last night I had a conversation with somebody. I don't even want to get into it too much because I think they might listen to the show now. But it's... Oh. Uh, it just got weird, and uh, I'm sick of weird, man. Just go get your freaking <laughs> shots and knock it off. All right. Hey, Bill, uh, yeah. we're going to get right into it. I got a got an email, uh, a question for Bill. And, of course, just uh, anyone who's maybe new to this segment, Bill comes on Mondays, and we talk about the world of making things, prop making, uh, all sorts of stuff, and Bill's involved in all of that <clears throat> with PunishProps.com and more. Uh, here's the email that we got this week for you. This is from Kellogg Jr. Cool mm. name. Hey, Bill, question about your process. How often do you hand draw things before you make them versus doing 3D models or computer drawings? Thanks, Kellogg Jr. And I chose this question for a couple of reasons. One, I get this a lot about like, where am I sketching first? And then is it part of it digital, part of it's on paper? Like, what do you, you know, back and forth, whatever. My answer is usually depends on the project. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm 
going to assume you were going to get a similar yet more elongated answer from you. What is your process when it comes to, I don't know, everything from concept to render to print to you know, like the whole the whole schmear? Do you do you start with just a pencil and a piece of paper sometimes? This is this is perfect because you said depends, and the seventh word I wrote is the word depends. Oh, <laughs> nice. And you weren't uh, talking about diapers, right? No, no sir, no. Okay, no. okay good, uh, good. Also, a quick, I want to point out that I answer a lot of questions like this, and I end up answering a lot of the same questions over and over again, which is fine. Um, but the TMS crowd is bringing some real fresh questions that I very much appreciate. Yeah, they're so they're, they're into it. Keep them coming, please, everybody. The morning yeah. stream at gmail.com. Yes, cool. So anyway, I do a ton of both hand drawing and computer drawing in some way. And yes, it very much depends on the project. Uh, But I I also heavily rely on reference photos and screenshots. Those help a ton, too. So I would add that as a third thing if you're especially, you know, if you're replicating something. Sure. Um, So obviously, if I have a small, quick project, I'll tend to just jot that down in my notebook. Uh, Let's say I just need to cut out like a rectangular piece of half inch thick plywood it need some holes in it i'll just make a quick drawing so i can figure out all the dimensions double check my work before i cut out that material so that's pretty normal uh if i'm gonna end up 3d printing or laser cutting or using my vinyl cutter in some way it gets drawn on the computer hmm. uh, now i might make some preliminary sketches ahead of time uh, a lot of times you need dimensions. So if I'm trying to replicate something that exists in the real world, I got my calipers out. I'm like measuring down to the tenth of a millimeter, make it a little, maybe a little uh, drawing so that I can uh, write down all of these dimensions. Um, maybe I might draw a couple of different views, like an orthographic uh, projection so I can get the different sides of it. And then once I have that information collected, I'll go to CAD and I'll and I'll draw the whole thing up in CAD. Hmm. Um, I'll also uh, this I do this all the time. Let's say I'm making something like the um, the Blade Runner gun. I'll put pictures in my 3D view that I'm basically tracing to get all the placement of everything correct. But then I'll be taking dimensions off of either known dimensions that I found on the internet, or again, I'll have my calipers and I'll be measuring real world objects so that I know um, that it's going to fit together when I actually 3d print it. Cause photos can be blurry and a little, a little fudgy when you're trying to figure everything out on them. So I, I very frequently do a lot of combinations of real world stuff and stuff in the computer. Sure. And combinations um, thereof. Like sometimes I, I, man, I, like mostly working from a 2d perspective um i can tell you that there are times where <clears throat> if i need to know if i need a specific perspective uh, of a car for example um i will have a image of a car up in the corner and i will very meticulously you know get that car shape down Mm-hmm. and then use that but then i might scan in some pencil sketches of some surrounding trees or whatever and then combine them in one digital file after that and then uh you know then all of that gets drawn over again when i do ink and color like it's the process can be like multifaceted some analog some digital back to analog back to digital mm-hmm. like it's the beauty of the tools today is you can just do, kind of do whatever you need for the you know the best Absolutely. for the project yeah yeah, and, and you can pick the medium that works best for you, uh, f- depending on the thing that you're making. So, for example, um, if I need to draw anything that's not straight lines, 
I do that in uh, with a pencil and paper. Right. Um, if I need anything to look kind of organic or anything like that, I I don't have a, a, a Cintiq or a tablet or anything. I do have a tablet. I have an old tablet. I'm not very good at using it, so I don't use it. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just get a pencil. I've been using this my whole life. I'm, I'm really good at this already. And then I'll like scan that. And maybe I'll trace it in in the computer. Sure. Um, if I'm uh, if I'm going to use um, Let's say I'm making a foam helmet using Pepakura, which is a very specific process. But uh, uh, basically, I'll make a very rough 3D model as a mesh in like Blender, and I'll export that so it can be flattened and unwrapped and turned into a foam pattern. Um, so that's a very specific process, but I, I it has to be done in the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, now, lots of my projects use both drawing and computer. Uh, yeah. So, for example, I made um, on my lathe, I made a Hellboy bullet a while back. Oh, um, yeah. used brass and aluminum. I used um, uh, metal lathe and everything. Uh, I started, I have a replica already of that bullet, of a plastic one. So I took my calipers and I made a little drawing in my notebook of the bullet. And then I took every single dimension I was going to need to replicate that. And I just, you know, drew the dimensions right on my, my uh, illustration. However, the, the the tip of the bullet has a very particular curve, and I wanted to nail it. I wanted to get it exactly right. So I took a photo of my reference, I put it in CAD, and then I took very precise measurements uh, every, let's say, millimeter of that, that shape so that I could replicate it. It was really, really tedious, but I was able to take the measurements in CAD, list them on a piece of paper... <laughs> Take that paper to my lathe and use those dimensions to replicate it perfectly. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was this weird, janky way of like translating using the computer just to get more information. I didn't use any of the 3D models I made or any of the sketches I made in CAD to 3D print. I didn't use it for anything other than the information I was able to get from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was super, super useful. Um, there are a lot. Uh, I wish I could think of uh, um, more examples, but there are lots of little things we do day to day where like, oh, I've got these supercomputers and amazing tools at my disposal. Why don't I just flex them a little bit and see if they can help me get the information I need? And turns out they totally do. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. And you can, like you said about getting all close up and doing a millimeter by millimeter measurement and just getting Mm -hmm. that exacting. That's the other cool thing about the tools we have today. Like I find myself on paper trying to do zoom commands and forgetting them on paper you know what I mean? <laughs> or undo like, for example like, <laughs> uh, spread your fingers apart like i can't get closer yeah yeah right I, i've done that I, i've pinched a zoom on a piece of paper before <laughs> i tried to command or i tried to command z once and just went what are you even doing <laughs> just draw the command and z buttons on your piece of paper just to make you feel good when you yeah. hit it it's really obnoxious, yeah, yeah. but but yeah, like you once once you get versatile in any of those tools, you can just combine them in such a way and get just as nitty and gritty as you want to, mm-hmm. uh, or not. You know, it just depends on how obsessed yeah. you are, I guess. But <laughs> but um, something yeah. something else I'll do with, like I said, with reference images is I will I have a photo of myself standing in like a like a bind pose for an animated character yeah. with a ruler next to me. Um, it's like an eighteen inch ruler. Uh, that I use as reference. So in that photo, I'll drag an image of a prop from a video game and I'll scale it in um, Photoshop so that the prop looks like it's the right size for me. Right. Hmm. And then I'll 
go to the ruler in the photo, I'll lasso that thing, copy it, paste right. it a couple times to make a longer ruler, and literally in Photoshop, I hold it up to the screenshot to see how long the sword should be or whatever it is. Right. Um, it's still a silly, weird process, but it absolutely works. Oh, that's brilliant, actually. Yeah. 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 So huh. if you're if, if you're thinking about making props or costumes, just get a picture of yourself from the front with your arms out like you're a 3D model that hasn't been rigged yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with, a, with a ruler next to it, take that photo or have someone take that photo for you. And then you can use that to help scale scale things. I do that all the time. It's a great idea. You also, uh, by the way, just a side note, it's kind of related. Don't be afraid to get in the position you're trying like if you're trying to create a character don't be afraid to take a picture of yourself in the mirror in mm-hmm. the position you're trying to do create your own reference yeah. photos yeah because it's really good it's a really great way to connect your brain to both the physicality of what you're trying to per- portray and the weight and the balance and the composition and also just having a reference photo you can go find any reference photo of somebody swinging a bat or punching somebody or whatever but if you do it yourself it connects you in a way that just I think comes out better. I, d- I even did this yeah. picture of Wario over the weekend. Wario from the Mario universe, golfing, and it's based on me standing in the mirror. With a- I'm not showing this photo to anyone, but <laughs> it's based oh, on please. me in a mirror, and uh, it helps. It helps me to do this. So that's great. When you see that picture, imagine me all hunched over with my golf club, looking in the mirror, because that's why I- that's how it started. Yeah, and I'm not showing it. Chat rooms, quit asking. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I have here is that for me, this is just for me specifically, but a lot of other people do this too. Um, almost every drawing I do ends up as either a 2D vector file or a 3D file so that I can share those as print files or as patterns with an unlimited number of people on the internet. Um, so while any of the hand drawings I do, almost all of them get scanned into my computer and then I'll trace them in Inkscape or Illustrator. Um, and again, that's so that I can feed that vector file into my laser cutter or someone else could feed it into their laser cutter and cut stuff or they could print it out to make their own foam thing or they could 3d print their own thing so everything i do gets put into the computer anyway yeah. <laughs> uh and it's not a bad idea if you want to make sure those things last forever and anyone can access them well you're a sherry kind of guy you know that's true mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. true Put, putting it out there for the world uh not keeping it all to yourself uh, no, I, right. I admire that that's, that's right. awesome all right. Well, great, uh, great answer to a great question. Again, Kellogg Jr. or whatever your real name might be. Uh, people like him should keep sending us emails. The morning stream at gmail.com. Bor- uh, Bill, before you leave, you've got some sort of uh, bonus link is my understanding. Yeah, I got a good one today. Um, this is a musician named uh, Andrew Huang. And he's doing something super fun. I just found out about this a couple days ago. Um, he's got this really fun story he's doing on his YouTube channel where he is going on a mission in a spaceship. And he's he has going a, on a trip in a giant ridiculously good spaceship yeah. set. Like, it's wicked good. He cuts between CG and him oh, filming wherever he's filming it. Um, oh, this is great. Isn't it? He's got a flight suit. It just looks... He's a so set good. maker. That's like, really cool. This guy's a nerd. and I want to be him. Is that uh, the the starscape behind him? Is that like a video screen that slowly? Yeah, probably. He so he's the great thing I love about this is that he's absolutely leaning into the fiction. He yeah. isn't doing any behind the scenes. He's not. He's this is he's decided <laughs> for the next couple of months he's going on a space mission. Gotcha. Oh, that's and cool. I love that. 
Look Absolutely. at the hallways and everything. Oh, right? wow. Oh, my gosh, dude. Shut up. I know. I want to figure out how he's done it, because i got to bet he's oh, got... Oh, the cockpit, even. I know. He's got to have, like, four or five of those hallways that he can, like, maybe rearrange. Yeah. It takes up a lot of room. Like Jamiroquai. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Like, But if, if you set this up in your basement, whatever, right? It's like, yeah, of yeah. course I'd, I'd want this. Did he Let make this, this take up as much room suit? in my basement. Did he make the suit? I, I don't know who who did most of the fabrication. That is definitely some expert <laughs> A-plus foam smithing on that suit, though, let me tell you. It's incredible. Really? The helmet cow. with the lights inside. <sighs> yeah. I'm embarrassed and, for myself. Yeah, for... here's the thing. That isn't even the focus of the video. Dude's a musician. Great. So yeah, he, he controls it with a keyboard. He controls it with a music keyboard, yeah. Yes. Uh, so later in this video, he samples sounds from his spaceship and then turns them into a song using only his cell phone, which I didn't know you could oh do now. God. Apparently you can. It's yeah. amazing. That's wow. I've seen this app somewhere. Somebody was using this. Uh, that's great. Yeah. This is this makes the cross section like my... is so much, or the, the intersection is so much creativity, and I am mm-hmm. here for it. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. my wife, my my wife, my life has been a waste. I needed to do whatever yeah. this guy's doing. Yeah. Good lord! All right, I well that's fantastic. Uh, well, well done, <laughs> uh, Bill Duran. Everybody, he is Punish Props' own Bill Duran, which you can find at punishprops.com. And of course, over there on YouTube is the channel Punish Props, and you can find him on Twitter at Chinbeard. Bill, have a great week. See ya. Bye. See now. you, buddy. He says see ya in kind of a jury kind of way. And it always throws me off. He goes, yeah. see ya. You almost want to do, the Duran will now retire. Oh, we should add that. Why not? No, no. That's a bad idea. The jury will now retire. I tried to do it. <laughs> the Duran. The jury will now retire. Okay, sort of worked. <laughs> well done. Wow. It, it was almost like uh, it was almost like you stitched that together with a professional audio editing yeah, program. Yeah, it's like it, it's uh, you wouldn't know the difference if I had I not pointed it out. <laughs> kind of like that new uh, intro that Mike Morheim did for the instance. Have you heard this? <laughs> this is so no. dumb. I play this all the time here. It's so dumb. Here you go. Hi, I'm Mike Morheim from Dreamhaven. And you're listening to the instance. <laughs> I have heard that. That is great. Yes. Uh, well, I'm never going to get him to do it again, probably. So why not? Just got to edit it. All right. Uh, oh, Bill. I'm um, sorry. Steven on his way. That's Steven who's coming. Stefan. Whoops. Major spoilers is the correct name. All right. Here he comes. So get ready and enjoy the following intro, which will begin as soon as I find it. Where did it go? Here it is. Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Welcome to the program. One Stephen Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello, and Stephen. Good to have How you here. How goes the uh, painting of those uh, X-Men or those uh, Marvel United figures? Good. I got uh, Hulk and She-Hulk done uh, this weekend. I'm trying to group characters together that use the same paint colors. Mm-hmm. Um so that while one is drying or one, you know, one layer is drying, I can work on the other one. And I've got this really cool. You know what? Let's let's show it off on screen. Give me five seconds. All right, sweet. Let's see how we're doing. We got all the green has been used now because all the hulks are done. Yeah, Green Lantern's next, chat room says. That's a good idea. Get all the greens out. Yeah, no, no Green Lantern in the Marvel. No, one. green. Oh, that's right. It's Marvel stuff. I'm not thinking. But that, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and flip over to DC. Get your lantern. Get your arrow. Oh man, yeah. I kind of wish. I kind of wish. Come on, would just bite the bullet and say we're going to use the same system, but we're going to use it for the DC universe. Yeah, and just do the exact same thing. I agree. You go. I would love. All right. DC so stuff. first up, uh, Hulk. Hulk smash right there. All right. Look. Oh, look at him. 
Oh, it's very nice. Nice and shady. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I like yes. I like your shading did, on there. I did the shading. Yeah, I did multiple different greens and like actually had highlighted green. Same with She-Hulk. Nice. Nice. Look at her. She's Thank doing she's practicing law and kicking ass. She is exactly. Where's her briefcase? So, this is the device that I use or this little uh handheld thing. And right now Mysterio's on there. He's just been primed. He hasn't no paint yet on him yet whatsoever. So he's Mysterio Prime. Notice, I got it. Okay. Mysterio oh, Prime, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll notice on so he's blue tacked to a uh twelve ounce bottle cap, right? Like you get your your Coke Zero comes in. And what you do is you unscrew this and then you can put another character on there, and that way you can keep um like you can let this guy dry and have one, the hobby handle. Yes, exactly. One, one little dude. That so, you can what's do. with the thing up there? Yeah, what is that? This, do? yeah, this is cool. So, when I'm painting, you want to 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 keep from being from going like all over the place. Yeah, you want your hands and the model to be one unit. Okay. So, you know, sometimes when I'm painting, I'll put my wrist against that, and that way I can get like a very you know clean lines and stuff. And sometimes you want to have that ability up here too, so oh, like you it can steadies it. I I get you it. You rest your hand against it because otherwise you're like, you know, yeah, you've got yeah, two yeah. loose objects that you're trying to match up. And oh, it's that's like, great. That's a really cool idea. It's brilliant, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that three. That so you three cool. D printed that, right? No, I didn't. I bought it. It's oh. the hobby handle. Oh, uh, it looks looks three pr- D printed. Um, Clark Moore is the person who let me know about this. And as soon as he told me about it, I'm like, oh, I'm buying one of these. It's brilliant. Yeah. So right now I've got the entire Sinister Six sitting on um, different bottle caps so that as I paint them, lots of purple and green on those guys, mm-hmm. uh, I can, um, you know, just let Sandman dry. I'll pop Mysterio on. I'll use that same green from from uh, half of Sandman's shirt. That's great. Uh, to be his color, and then I'll take him off, pop the green goblin on there, et cetera, et cetera. Love it. Yeah. Love Interesting. It. Uh, you know, uh, the primary colors that you see a lot in uh, villains, especially in Marvel, are yeah. are purple, purple and green. green. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's the deal with that? Is that, a, is that an old... Um, and, well, uh, because your primary colors, red and blue, are used for your superheroes. Yeah. Mm, and your so you've got something... And yeah. Superman And your Captain yeah. Americas. And, and I guess back right. in the day, the color process was a simpler one and mm-hmm. which is less... Uh, I, I never even yeah. thought about that. Although Hulk yeah. breaks the... Hulk he is does. purple and green. He breaks the, breaks the deal. Yeah. But initially wasn't... Uh, Hulk was gray and he was a, a villain. Uh, yeah, at least in right. the first issue, he was, he was great. But he was kind of considered a, a villain. Nobody knew what he did. He came out at night. When the moon was full, yeah. it's true. It's more like that you know, new Immortal Hulk run. It's a little bit the, the early yeah. days of Hulk is like that. Yeah, they're taking it you know back who's, to that. Uh, you know whose costume kind of sucks if you're painting a little miniature of him? Mm. Uh, Freaking Taskmaster. Oh. Why? Why does this guy have a white costume with like bright orange and bright blue accents? You'd think that he'd like be wanting to be a little bit more stealthy. I don't know, like a little more. Uh, um, you know, be able to work behind the scenes, but no, he's like pick the brightest possible colors that he can, that he can have. Yeah, who who's so uh, going to be the easiest figure to paint? Do you think? Yeah, I was going to say uh, Venom. Venom. Yeah, I was going to say Venom or Carnage. Dare, right? Daredevil yeah. is going to be pretty damn easy. Like just dunk in red paint and Daredevil's done. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, did you see that trailer there, Stephen? Today, the the for Venom no, two. Venom for two. Venom. Oh, I Venom saw two? that it had come out. I hadn't. I hadn't seen it yet. Venom oh, wait, two. Go ahead and we'll, or, we'll take a minute here. All right, what is it? Venom two. Uh, let there be carnage. Let there be carnage, or there will be carnage. Something. Don't get some. 
It's got uh, Woody from Mash. It's got Woody in there as yep. Carnage. Yep. That's right. And uh, he's Good morning, there. Mr. Venom. <laughs> or not Mash. Uh, I meant, what did I mean? I meant. You said Mash. Cheers, cheers is what yeah. I meant. Hey there, Woody. Uh, yeah, he, he, he'll, he's good for that character. I'm totally down with it. He is. Um, it's weird to see him with so much hair, though, because he's bald and everything. And now suddenly Woody has a bunch of new hair, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited, except I'll just say this. And this is, you know, it's a trailer so it's not much to spoil but they're them leaning into the jokiness of there's a symbiote in me and it's talking trash and making breakfast for me while i'm tired and har 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 i don't like that part of mm-hmm. venom mm-hmm. and i think the comics do that stuff a little bit better or maybe it just translates better to comics but uh that looks pretty good it i looks mean it looks uh, it doesn't look like we're they're deviating too much from the first one right and he's carnage if my memory serves is like a serial killer right and gets a hold of uh yeah, some weird yeah. Uh, part of the symbiote, but I didn't know it had something to do. Well, the the trailer implies that on his execution bed, where he's the injection is mm. somehow mixing with symbiote blood, and then now he's a now he's what Carnage is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing here, and I don't know enough about the character's <laughs> origin of the comics. Yeah, but. it's funny. I, Venom, I followed pretty well. Carnage, Carnage, whole uh, and, and all of the symbiotes, like um, oh, none of the none of the names, but there's like the the yellow lady symbiote there's the uh there's like a red one besides carnage anyway i can't all the spin-off symbiotes yeah exactly i haven't followed any of those so i don't know the backstories yeah well then you're totally out of the loop for the uh, current uh uh null storyline with the planet of the symbiotes and everything coming to earth i am it's clearly cool yeah it's a cool i know about antivenom oh good still is that still mac gargan uh mac gargan gargan scorpion scorpion von jr i have no idea okay all right fine but i can tell you this (laughs) anti-venom venom really should have been um uh aunt may right yeah oh right oh man (laughs) missed opportunity yeah she'd look great in the suit anyway uh well that's great uh catch venom 2 in theaters coming soon everybody only in theaters they say yeah only in theaters um all right yeah they didn't give a date which i thought was Mm -hmm. odd yeah, that's fine though. Um, Stephen, let's talk about a couple other things. Okay, you were talking about Reckless from uh, Phillips oh, Brubaker. I've been hearing man. good things about this. Tell me about this. Here's the thing: I'm a big fan of Sean Brubaker or Sean Phillips and Ed Brubaker. Ed Brubaker writes a lot of uh, really kind of hardcore kind of stuff. Crime stuff is kind of where he um, he excels at. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he and uh, Sean Phillips had released a book, a series of books called Reckless, and it's about a former. Uh, FBI agent who was deep undercover during the Vietnam era who got a little bit into deep and then he got kicked out of the FBI. So now he is a, um, if you've got trouble, you know, and if you can find him, you can hire him to take <laughs> yeah, care of all sure. your problems. Yeah. So it's set in the 1980s. And, you know, if you are a fan of like the Mac Bolans or uh, the Executioner or the Punisher or Jack Reacher, then you're probably really going to dig this Reckless series. The first one came out in December of last year. Uh, it's just called Reckless. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one came out at the end of April called Friend of the Devil. Uh, and it is really good. Uh, these things just kind of take you back to that time where I, I don't know if you guys read those those uh, crime pulp stuff in the 80s um, when you were younger. But man, this is, just feels like it's ripped right out of that that era and that style. And the art is fantastic. And uh, I cannot recommend it enough for people who are into this stuff. The problem is apparently... You know, with Image Comics, anything that you release through them is usually a low print run because you as the creator are 
essentially taking the biggest risk. And these things are selling out so quickly, I guess they can't keep it in stock. So if you can get it, uh, grab a hold of it. But uh, really, really good stuff. The Friend of the Devil basically takes the satanic panic and and, um, the B-movie industry and kind of smashes them together in a case of a missing missing woman that uh, has been missing for like six or seven years. Um, it's and, uh, totally really my good. jam. I'm going to get this. Isn't I thought Brubaker was all busy with that criminal series. Or was it no, criminal? he. I mean, he does. I mean, he does a whole bunch of things, right? Mm-hmm. But um, his latest thing since the pandemic was he was uh, just going to start into into this new series. The one that he that was most recent uh, was Pulp, which is about an aging pulp writer who uh, writes Western pulps in the 1930s and uh, decides that, you know, he's about to die and he's broke. And he's like, well, uh, time to go back to what I originally used to do, which was being a criminal in the old West that I've been writing about all this time. Mm. Uh, it's it's very good as well. So if you can get the pulp trade paperback, which uh, came out, I want to say in, I want to say it was last year. I know we talked about it earlier this year on the um, the morning stream, but it's really good as well. Okay. And it's it's Western meets uh, mobsters kind of thing. I'm super into it. Oh yeah, here it yeah. is. Uh, Comicsology has the entire well as nine. Uh, let's see how many books. Yeah, the criminal stuff is is long because it kind of follows the this family and this organization through many time periods and and uh, storylines. So that's really good. Um, but uh, yeah, criminal is really good and pulp is awesome. And now this reckless series just seems to be, you know, knock it out of the park kind of uh, stuff. That's like great. I'm super glad to see. Uh more brew baker business i'm a fan as well yeah. so that's good. yeah well and here's something else i think that's perfect for you scott comes out this week it's on comiXology originals yeah. it's hailstone mm. and so the premise of this is it's the civil war in montana in the winter and these there's a factory a, a munitions factory that the union soldiers have built in this town but the town is starving and they're kind of closed into this valley area and they can't get out and people are disappearing one by one and they have to figure out what is killing the villagers or, you know, making off with the villagers. And so the sheriff goes out to try to find what's going on. This is a five issue miniseries. Uh, it kicks off at probably tomorrow morning on Comixology Originals. We've got a sneak peek of it over at Majorspoilers.com. It's kind of a weird Western, but, you know, not in the American Southwest where we think most Westerns are set, but up in the uh, up in the northern areas in the Montana. So if you like that portion of um uh, Oh, uh, what was it? Red Dead Redemption. Mm. Uh, then you're gonna you're gonna love the the northern part of the story. I think there's a Wendigo. I think that's what it is. Oh. They kind of say it's a weird <laughs> western, but I think it's Wendigo. a Wendigo is the monster. Wendigo. So yeah. uh, uh, the the comicsology originals lately have been pretty strong. There's been some good mm-hmm. stuff in there, and uh, yeah, hap- I'll be happily reading this uh, probably this week actually because I've been looking for more on there, but. My biggest problem with Comixology right now is when you wish list something, that basically means, hey, go over to Amazon and buy it. But it doesn't actually <laughs> add it to any list that I can find on Amazon. Yeah. So I don't oh, know why well, that... No, it's under your... It's under the thing... Like, if you go under your name, you see my lists. Yeah. And then there's nothing there. It's not added. Yeah, but point. are you doing it on Comixology? Because, like, Comixology should have a list as well. Well, I'm on yeah. Comixology, and it's supposed to... I'm, t- I'm I, I did that whole thing where they have you tie in your Amazon account now that they're your Amazon account, uh-huh. yeah. And so when I go add wish list and then I go to Amazon and look at my list, it's not it's creating not appearing one. in the list there. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. So it must be me. It's bugging me though. It's pissing me off. Uh, anyway, I'll check that out. That's a fantastic recommendation as well. 
Yeah. Uh, and then also, Paper Girls coming to Amazon with Ali Wong in the lead. How do I know this series? I've heard of Paper Girls before. So Paper this? Girls is a series, uh, again, I think this is another image comic uh, that came out, but it's about a series of deliver paper, paper delivery girls. This is set in the 1980s. And uh, the four of them get caught up in a war between two factions of time travelers. And they have to uh, sort things out. And so Ali Wong plays the older version of one of the girls that's already been cast in in this in the series. Um, it when it came out, it's got a lot of uh, got a lot of praise when when this comic came out. I want to say 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. Um, but uh, it's uh, Brian K. Vaughn. So if you're a big fan of um, oh. You just uh, sold Why me. the Last Man yeah. and also that, that other one that you guys are always uh, going on about. He did. So he did Why the Last Man. He did Saga. He did yeah, saga, some of the best freaking comics I've ever read. Like you just you just saying that I'm sold. I'm just going to I'm going to watch mm-hmm. the show and art by Cliff Chang. So uh, definitely it's a it's a fun series to check out. Uh, we'll be reviewing it soon on the major spoilers podcast, yeah. but uh, it'll it they're just announcing all of the main cast members for paper girls so it'll probably be next year before we get to see um see it hit on on amazon i've yet to read a brian cave book i didn't like so yeah his stuff is always really good yeah, so i'm just in a couple of recommendations this week for everybody so good um all right excellent Allie wong that's an interesting call she's like a comedian lady right yeah she's in a lot of comedian um com- comedy work with um um amy schumer and and some of the others she did the uh, always be my maybe maybe with uh randall park oh right recently oh that so, was, yeah. yeah that was cute i think i think i had that as a recommendal is really good you saw that one yeah yep it seems all right um okay well ali wong we look forward to seeing you delivering papers soon <laughs> uh this and many more stories available at majorspoilers.com as always steven is there anything you'd like to mention this week Oh, yes. This week on the Major Spoilers podcast, we are taking a deep dive into Star Trek crossover events in comic books uh, all this year. So we've already done Star Trek and Green Lanterns. We've already done Star Trek, and I forget what the other one was, Transformers. And this week we are doing Star Trek meets the Legion of Superheroes. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, we, we've got Star Trek versus Planet of the Apes coming up a little bit later in the year. So. <laughs> really? Awesome. Yeah. Why, why Star is Trek that... has crossed over with everyone, including uh, the X-Men way back in the day. The X-Men, so. yeah. Well, back in the it day, was, that's It was weird because you had Patrick Stewart playing both parts. It was oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Picard, Professor X, funny seeing you. Why weird. do you look so familiar? Weird. Um, so why is that, though? Why is Star Trek so uh, ripe for this? Because um, it's true. It's IDW everywhere. Publishing, well, because they've done, you know, the Mirror Mirror Universe uh, episodes made it really possible for them to cross over into a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And plus, IDW has just been doing such a great job with uh, both Star Trek and their crossover events. So they've done Doctor Who, which we've already done as well with uh, Star Trek. Yeah. But it's just a great property to just keep crossing uh, stuff into. Yeah. And they're able to get these licenses and get permissions from both groups to say, hey, we're going to trust you can trust us to do these stories. Yeah. And, you know, they're nothing that they're nothing groundbreaking. But, you know, if you're a fan of of the Green Lanterns and you want to see how the Green Lantern Corps, which is a military organization, deals with Starfleet, which is a military organization, and they're dealing with Borg and they're dealing with, you know, zombie lanterns, the the Black Lanterns. Uh, you know, that's a kind of an interesting kind of take on on how these two different groups of military organizations deal with with problems. Right. I'm looking at the covers of some of this. It's funny, they're going with the likenesses of the of the cinematic JJ universe Star Trek. Yeah. People. Yeah. yeah, but occasionally they will do like in the dark Doctor Who one, 
They did one where it was the fourth doctor and the animated uh, Star Trek series. Oh. Uh, so you had Kirk yeah. and, and McCoy and those guys in that one. <laughs> wow. That's kooky. Yeah. yeah. Perfect that it's in, it's a two-dimensional comic book because that, that series barely moved. <laughs> it's like it had no animation. <laughs> Calling it animated is, has always been a bit of a stretch. It's like Star Trek, the animated series. It should say barely animated. Yeah. It's just moving, just barely. But anyway, that's an interesting choice because I figured it'd be like, I don't know, maybe even nondescript looking Kirk. Like, uh, don't have to pay anybody their likeness. They fees do have some pretty good likeness rights for the Star Trek stuff. Um, but there are other things that IDW hasn't been able to get likeness rights to. Um, some of the Doctor Who characters don't look quite like the Doctor Who characters. Uh, but, you know, they do a pretty good job. And, and every every series is different because sometimes it literally looks like they have taken stills from the TV show and just painted on top of them. Mm-hmm. And other times they, they go all out and have really good artists come in and, and do some amazing stuff. So, yeah, it's it's interesting when... Uh, when those two uh, cross over. So yeah, this week it's Star Trek meets the Legion of Superheroes. What else is coming up this year? We have Star Trek X-Men, as already mentioned. Star Trek Transformers 2. And let's see what else. Uh, the last of the year, Star Trek Planet of the Apes is how we wrap up the year. That's fantastic. Well yeah. done, everyone dealing with that property. That's odd. Yes. Um, Diana Arerty Ar- 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 in the chat uh, just wanted to revive the Guy Gardner hate and says, I want to punch Guy Gardner. Just want to Everybody wants to punch Guy Gardner. <laughs> yeah. He's, wow. I like him, but I don't know what's wrong with me. You know what? I would hate yeah, him in real life. He's kind of a dick. He's a, a huge dick, but there's something about his him being a lantern. I don't know. It works for me. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I like him. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing. Nothing says you 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 if you're a dick that you can't be a Green Lantern. You just don't show fear. So right. you know if you're a, a jerk jerkwad and you show no fear, then sure, go ahead, <laughs> be a jerkwad Green Lantern. Yeah, do what you got to do. All right. Yep. Well, that is going to do it. Uh, of course, majorspoilers.com, as always, the place to go, and you'll get more content like this, including great podcasts and everything else. Stephen, have a great day and. Wait, we're supposed to remember something, right? Stay hydrated, everyone. That's what it was. Drink, Brian. Drink. I will. I'm going to have some right now. I'm hydrating with some coffee, which is mostly water. Did you know know that uh, Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar, which I have a can of right here. Yeah. Did you know that if you spill it on white things. Oh, no. Why? Look at that. Oh, yeah. Why? why? That's dry now. Why is it Artificial caramel coloring. Just make it clear like Zevia. I don't care what color it is. There you go. I'm with you. It's the one thing you really don't care about anymore is like what color your cola is. Yeah, I really don't care. Like I'd never know Could you imagine though going to the store and seeing like every flavor of Mountain Dew is just clear? (laughs) I know. And I know it's a marketing thing. You kind of need that. Yeah. It's a marketing thing. I get it. But still. It is. It's really annoying. It's also also easy when the... uh, the server comes back to your table and says, can I get your refill on your, what is that, Coke? <laughs> no, I have water. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a 7-Up. What are you talking yeah, about? I have, I have a Pepsi Clear. Anyway. <laughs> it's you who. What are you? What, what, what the? <laughs> not Pepsi Clear. What was it called? Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Is there a Pepsi Clear? Hold on. I don't. Uh, Why does that what? sound familiar? I'm gonna, I was going to say no, but. Uh, you've been able to Google things that I've said didn't exist and find them. So what the hell? I think, the hell I've, do I I think I've made it up. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of yeah, crystal because okay. there is a, there's a common Google search for Pepsi clear. So I'm clearly not the only one, Yeah, but it comes up with 
Crystal Pepsi. So, yeah, doesn't surprise me. I uh, hate Zima. <laughs> Laura Varel says like Zima. Soap. Yeah, it Zima. Like, it is like soap. It was like soap. It was super soapy. Yeah. Why? Why was it soapy? Don't What's, know. What? Don't know. It was just a bad flavor. Bad. That's real bad. It had a bad flavor profile with uh, uh you know some horrendous mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> but I had an earthy bouquet. <laughs> and a, and the deep umami yeah. uh, influence. There you go, umami. The thing we all use umami. on the AIE guild to get into the freaking chat. Room. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, we're done. That's the show. Uh, we no, hope it's you enjoyed not. it. We've got stuff. Still. Oh, that's right. I got two more things. Look at this one. Like this one here. A mashup from Jamie. Listen up, everyone. It's called uh, uh, "I Got You." Okay. I don't know if this is like share and sunny sort of I got you babe sort of or thing or is if it's it something split else. ends or I don't know it could be anything but we're going to find out now together as we play it here you go Take your wife or somebody like you Try it again Take your wife or somebody like you Is that wrong <laughs> Somebody you like uh, How am I doing that Let me do that one more time Your word Lexia Here we go Hold on uh. show is so gay exactly i can see why you like it (laughs) shove this kit kat up your ass yeah ass kit kat what do i have to hide (laughs) just my wiener when you're done uh yes when i'm done masticating yeah when you're done masticating mastication matters i got the vagina what else is left i got the serum the vagina i need boobs you're a wizard Dimit. i'm a wizard good oh good to know boot straight to the anus that person got Well, Straight geez. to the anus. Shove your nose in that bag. Yeah, it's a little wafty. Damn, with bone dick. Bone dick? Whoa. <laughs> Could you help me? I'm, I'm playing a game of Animal Crossing on my Switch, and I'm trying to click on things. It's really hard to use the joysticks. <laughs> Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, you need to undock your Switch. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably get it and do some experimenting. And, I'll know. play around with it. Have some fun with it. Yeah. yeah. There's a leech on my crotch, Corey. <laughs> well, it used to be called the Paw Emporium. Oh, my gosh, dude. Shut up. The vowels were replaced with little paw prints. Oh, that's just a horrendous idea. I hate it. I felt like uh, Tony Soprano. Oh, hey, Carmella. Oh, oh Carmella. I'm going to go down to the uh, Gabagool to the Bob Big. Uh. Here, enjoy this. This is your anus. Okay, there's your anus. <laughs> your anus. Are you anus. There's a pig anus. He'll lick it. What happened to your anus is a useful thing indeed. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I don't have that. What? How is that not in here? I bet that was from my old that hard drive wreck of 2012 or whatever oh man what a bummer i know i got you our anus is a useful thing indeed the anus gives relief in time of need we all have an anus so no matter what you've heard remember that anus is the proper word I've ever heard the full song before. I've heard it, but I cut it up and only used that one bit on the show. And Jamie, and now I understand he was referring to because yesterday he's like, um, I'm going to do something kind of fun, but I need you to find me uh, some kind of clip that says, I got you. And so that lady going, I got you oh, yeah. was for yeah. me. And now I get it. He found the thing we couldn't find. Well done, Jamie. Well done. Well done. It's very good. All right. Hey. Look at this, guys. We're going to eat some Japanese hey. things. Look at this. I like to eat. We got these uh, uh, things here. Uh, wasabi macadamia nuts or a bag of uh, nothing that I can't read. Hold on. Oh, uh, let's sit. eat the box of sticks. Oh, yeah. Box of sticks. We're eating this box of sticks here from uh, Tara or Tara. Tara? Tara. Tara. It's still Tara. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I can't remember if we figured that out or not. I, I want to say just like terra firma, but maybe she doesn't want me to use that. <laughs> oh yeah, terra firma. No, it's not Pocky, but I did just send Scott a um, the Google Translate, and it's another brilliant one. It's another fantastic Google Translate. I'm looking. Uh, here you are. Uh, let's see here. Oh my gosh, Mayo Letzel. Yeah. Uh, sir, central network only. Central network only. Uh-huh. Uh, Okino- Okinawa Prefecture Island pepper use. A mellow taste. When you use it, uses 15% yeah. of island pepper, but only when you use it. But only when you use it. My favorite thing is two packs. The photograph is an image. <laughs> These are great translations. Yeah, I like just the giant word mayo. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jury Jury will like that. We should oh, save that for him. He loves, the, he loves the mayo. I'll save, I'll save the second pack for Jury. Oh, Brian, I'm worried about your battery life. You're like below half. Scaring me there. A little bit on your phone. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I am. I'm on a, uh, I'm sitting on the uh, charger. Weird. Oh, it's not. Hmm. Maybe it's uh, not centered or whatever. Or no, you have the little locky, locky one, right? The. Yeah, I 3D printed. It's the MagSafe. Yeah. There we go. Now it's charging. Must have been just off center. All right, so here's the sticks. The sticks. Uh, I'm pulling a long one out. Ooh, they're like uh, okay. sticks, but ooh, mayo sticks. They smell like maybe mustard, which is ironic because it's yeah. mayo. Yeah, actually, it does. It smells like uh, it's a mustard stick, like honey mustard pretzels. Yeah. Which I'm always down for, so let's give these a mm-hmm. shot, too. <laughs> Looks like I'm about to take your temperature. Yep. Uh, bend over. Yep. This won't hurt a bit. Oh, these are these are delightful. Just fine. Mmm, you can really taste the mayo and island pepper. Yeah. You know what? That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Why are things like this good in Japan and not here? Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, just- boy, there's a nice, nice little spice on the uh, on the back end. On the yep. finish. Yep. That's what I always said about the last Spice Girl. A little bit of it's spice a on the spicy ending is what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> those are quite good, for real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to eat those all. Yep. Well, there's only six in a bag. Yeah, it's not too big. I won't eat both bags. I'll save a bag. Right. Okay. Save a bag for jury. Yeah. I'll save a bag for jury. Save a bag for the morning after. Save a bag for the morning. That's the song, right? That's the thing. Save a bag for the morning after. Oh, that. Different song. Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran Duran. You're thinking, there's got to be a morning after. That is the one I'm thinking, right? Which would be... uh, Poseidon Adventure. The love song from the Poseidon Adventure. They should use it for uh, the morning after pill. (laughs) Right? That should be a thing. How come somebody... uh, you tadpoolers need to come up with a um, a post TMS show called The Morning After. Yeah, do it. And and you recap the things that we talked about on this episode. You guys used to have one like a tadpool podcast. I'd subscribe to that. Yeah, I'd listen to that. I'd be all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The morning After. What's this? All right, file? anyway. Something's in my thing. Hold on. I saw the biggest bullfrog this morning. All right. I don't know what that's from. Yeah. Came up when I tried to search for Morning After. Anyway. Hey, uh, that's the show. We're done, and uh, that is because of you. Yeah, that's right. You guys support us here at patreon.com slash TMS. Without it, there's no show. 
And we're in the middle of an early part of a new month, which means time to get in has never been better. Get all the benefits and reasons why at patreon.com slash TMS. And for everything else you might be looking for, it's at frogpants.com slash TMS. Or just check out frogpants.com. All the stuff's there. And uh, you can check it out. Brian, anything uh, show-wise going on today? You got anything? Uh... Um, I mean, you no. mentioned soundography, but I, I can't remember. Yeah, soundography just got posted. Um, uh, going to be recording, not recording, going to be meeting with the ANTP guys to figure out the next steps, like the next thing we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, no, it's really just going to be me working on an 18-panel landing page from hell. Really that sounds like fun. Oh, yeah, you were talking about this the other day. I was going to yeah. ask how that was going. I got my crappy thing done Friday, but uh, today is full blown. Today and tomorrow, big time production days on the Kickstarter. Uh, oh yeah, Rock Runners! Woo! Yeah, tons of art output, bunch of other stuff. I will keep people apprised and put updates, and probably do a new video and some other stuff. So watch for that. Okay, that's gonna do yeah. it. Let's get out of here. Um, music. I see music. Is there music? Let's do music. There's music. John Fields uh, filled out the. Uh, the form for this date uh, four times, but use the exact same text. What? So like, and it were days and days and days apart, but he really wanted me to play this song on this date, although he, he actually scheduled it for yesterday, which is, you know, the day we never do a, a TMS PM. Sure. Uh, he says, hey, Scott and Brian, it's a special somebody's birthday today. <laughs> no, not mine. Someone even more special, the one and only Kermit the Frog. Oh. So I was hoping you could play my favorite cover of Rainbow Connection by my favorite cover band, Death Blossoms. Is it too early for a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch? Oh, my Lord. You're trying to get them all? Okay, so uh, it's been a bit. It's a tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. Uh, d- hey, oh, too early to get a fish sandwich? There you go. Good deal. Yep. Anyway, uh, yeah, so this is a guy named, or a guy performs under the name Death Blossoms. Uh, I had never heard of this before, and in discovering, or in, in John Fields pointing me towards this, I've got this whole new treasure trove of covers, like Flock of Seagulls covers he does, uh, Counting Stars, I mean, a lot of great stuff. Uh, so very, very cool. This is the cover of Rainbow Connection, originally done by Kermit the Frog, written by Paul Williams for the Muppets. And... Um, Go sit on your favorite log and sing along with Death Blossoms and Rainbow Connection.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Do you want to have breakfast with me tomorrow morning? No. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.